0: Hey, girl. What's up? What's up? Have you had an eventful day so far? Just lots of phone calls and lots of real estate, uh, you know, fiascos that I've been putting out. But it's good. It's You know, such is the day in the life of a realtor.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, My day's been pretty... You've been able to work from home today? Yeah, I've been awesome. able to work from home today. It's One of the nice. beauties
0: of being a realtor.
1: Yes, and having a husband that's willing to do a lot of stuff for you. Um,
0: yeah, your husband is pretty great. I um, say. He's actually joining us today in yeah, the he's studio. Here. He was say, hey, here. Chris. Hey. he is so cool both of our we have been so blessed with amazing husbands but that's for another episode but let me tell you guys we we already had that episode but (laughs) i was that one aired yeah okay i don't (laughs) i a little fun fact about me i don't i don't listen to any um, thing, yeah, Brittany I, just trusts us. To, I, I don't like the sound yeah. of my voice ever on radio, podcasts, whatever. I don't like it. So, um, yay, that was a really fun episode to record, guys. Yeah, Chris it was. And Wes were on we'll a-
1: have them back. But,
0: um, yes. yeah, but today, just... I think we were actually going to talk about...
1: Yeah, I think we're just going to talk about preparing your house to list. Um, and the things Brittany, dominantly as a listing agent... Me dominantly as a buyer's agent, I think we can have some probably pretty good advice, um, from both sides, from both perspectives. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I think that most sellers, it's like you're on, there's two ends of the spectrum. One, we have seller A that's like, no. I'm not doing anything. I'm selling my house just the way it is. And I, and when I get those,
0: I often look at them and I'm like, so why did you contact me? Because honestly, <laughs> what are you you're paying not, me for? Yeah, because you're not going to listen, you know, really to what I'm telling you is what I feel. I mean, I, I think a lot of times I am able to talk to seller A into saying, hey, these are some basic things that anyone should do when they sell their home. Right. But it, obviously I prefer, which I hope is who you're about to talk about, which is seller B. That's like, whatever. What? What, what I, I do to, do? to get yes. my house sold?
1: Yes. Um. So, Brittany, why don't you talk about just like some basic, very basic um things that, and I'll kind of chime in where I see fit, um, based on a buyer's perspective. But what are kind of like your go-to when you're walking through a house when you're at a listing appointment and you've gotten through the paperwork and you go, okay, give me the tour. Let's go see some things. What are some of the basic things that you see often that you suggest people
0: to take care of? I highly recommend having a deep clean done, number one. I mean, regardless, even if it's brand new construction, when a home is lived in, if it just can have a freshened up appearance, and that could be just, um, you know, doing it yourself. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to hire a professional, but it really does help, I think, the buyers, um, you know, see the beauty in the house because they're not focused on the dirt or the grime or, you know, mm-hmm. so it just makes it look nice and clean. Um, secondly, I do recommend if you have a lot of carpet, um and it's you know uh, if it's been and i don't know walked on for five years it just makes it pop if you get your carpets cleaned you can rent a machine to do that Mm -hmm. it's very easy um inexpensive or you can hire a company to do it but it really does make a difference the other thing that i really try to focus on when i walk through a home to list um first of all exterior is really important. If someone doesn't like the outside of your home, they're not going to come in the inside. So any type of clutter, if you have, you know, just a bunch of junk in the front yard or in the driveway, I highly recommend getting all of that behind a fence if possible, um, or just getting rid of it or putting it in a storage building. Um, I definitely think a pop of color in the front, having your bushes um, or any landscaping that you have in the front trimmed up, tidy, ready to go, regardless of what time of the year it is. I understand that obviously winter is not as appealing as spring, but it does make a difference to have those items freshened up and crisp, if that makes sense. Um, another thing that I would recommend that a lot of people don't think about is either having their roof soft washed. If it's a older home that the roof has been on, you know, more than five years, uh, sometimes there can be some, um, you know, just regular everyday filth that Develops yeah, on I it. mean my
1: roof is only like 2 years not e- no we no my roof is like a year and a couple months old and there are already some spots where like Pine straw has gathered that yeah. when I blew it off, there's like
0: dirt and it yeah. looks like. Well, and there's sometimes when you're like, spots, it, yeah. it can be that you do you are doing the maintenance that you need to do, but sometimes there's little crevices or little spots that it gets in and it just discolors it. Mm-hmm. And then when a buyer, as you know, because we're going to talk about in a minute, a buyer is very usually very concerned about a roof because yeah. that's a big ticket item. So if you have a roof that's only a year or two old, you certainly don't want people thinking it's five years old or ten right. years old or twenty years old. So right. those are the things the exterior that I would expect to do. The one last thing that I'll say about the exterior too is um if you have an older home that has a lot of peeling paint uh we tend in our area to have a lot of fha loans or va loans uh, or rural development and those uh, appraisers are going to flag that so that's something that i would you know just ca- take a walk around your house look at your fascia board look at your um and just any wood on the house that's yeah. peeling and i would either you it know it sounds
1: so silly because it is i mean it is silly It is. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me, you know, but it's not us. Like, it's not us. Like, oh, you should take care of that. It's like, no, at some point down the line, if you do have a VA loan and FH, FHA or Rural Development buying your property, like it's going to, you're going to have to do it. So well, you may as
0: well just do it now. And so that's the thing though. I think a lot of times that people, especially some realtors don't tell the sellers because they don't want to hurt their feelings. And I've, I've been this realtor 100%. Mm-hmm. But I would rather you spend that, like if you're going to be spending money right now for a painter, or for the interior, might as well not have to pay for him to come out again when it gets flagged. And that's yeah. not me. That's not you. It's not a realtor. It's the actual appraisal. Um. So that's something to consider, I think, for the exteriors, just checking that out making sure that all of the paint scraped and uh, repainted and then get rid of the paint chips yeah. in case you have neighborhood kids trying to eat your paint chips
1: not to mention most experience <laughs> most experienced agents um have gotten to the point where they we we have people like we have handymen and contractors and stuff to where you can literally say I want this done, this done, this done, this done. It's a one-stop shop, and right. they get the work done. And it's like, why not spend a thousand dollars doing these like fine-tuning things if it means that you're at, you're going to get the house for what you want for 100%, it? hundred you
0: know? percent. Like those little items spent up front do make a big difference. And the goal for us, right? I mean, I, I want you to make as much money as possible. The more money right. you make, the more money I make. I mean, I'm not here to hurt you, you're here to, you want me to give you my expertise. And another thing on the interior of the home that I think that you should really focus on is, of course, decluttering, because, Mm -hmm. of course, we want to show off the space in the home. And so we don't want anyone to think that the seller is selling because they outgrew it or there's just not enough uh, square footage. So Mm -hmm. I always highly recommend having a person like we do. We have a designer walk through the homes Uh, a lot of times that's on our dime. That's part of our commission that you pay us. To make sure that the house is, uh, you know, decluttered or maybe move some decorations around to where they just showcase the room a little bit better. Also, taking down a lot of personal pictures, of course, the basics that everyone's heard. If you do have a lot of pictures on a wall, then one thing that I do recommend is going ahead and spackling and repainting the mm-hmm. entire wall. Yeah. Just because if you try to spot paint it, it looks like a spotted animal in there and it's very noticeable and <laughs>
1: One hack I will say about that. Mm. I was just having this conversation with, um, an upcoming listing that we have in Broadmoor, which it's just, it's just a very lived in house. They have four large dogs. They have two kids. It is a house that like they have just lived in this house. Is how They've enjoyed lived it. Best life for four or five years. And she's like freaking out because of all this stuff. Yeah. But, um, so this is kind of a hack. Like, like Brittany was saying, it's really hard to color match if you don't know exactly what color you what color it is, and if it didn't come from like a more niche place, such as like Cado Paint, for example. If you get a paint at Cado Paint, y'all, this is look, this is not sponsored. It can be, but it's not. But if you ever get some paint here locally from Cado Paint, if you remember that it's periwinkle blue and that you got it done at the in the Bozier office of Caddo paint you will get that exact same color match to the tea every single time but like Lowe's you could get a periwinkle blue at Lowe's yeah. and take it there and it's still off so well another thing just
0: just to go on this real quick yeah. if you leave your paint in your garage or your attic for five years and then try to go back and touch it up it does not look the same just just I mean I'm, I'm just saying yeah. a lot of people think because it's paint that you can bring it back and a lot of times you can't now you I mean, it'll be some version of that color mm-hmm. but it won't be the same version so just FYI on that but anyway so
1: this brings me to my next little hack here um if you let's say that like three of your four walls of a room like look okay and you don't really need to worry about it but like you've got this one wall that you told your daughter that she could put like she could cover it in pictures and cover it in like whatever she wanted and stick stars glow-in-the-dark stars on it and whatever, and it's just like this terrible-looking wall once it's all done. If you don't know the paint color, try and do a paint match as closely as possible and just paint that one wall because as a room stands, like if you take a step back and look at your living room, the way that certain light hits certain walls and doesn't hit others, it already looks like maybe one of your walls is a different color than the other walls just because of the shadow. So if you can match it as closely as possible, I was just telling my client this, like nobody's going to know that one wall is a slight shade off from the other,
0: but they will see spots. That's right. Spots are what we're trying to get away from because no matter how much you try to just spot check those little holes mm-hmm. it just it's noticeable every yeah i don't care if it's the best painter and that's what you do for a living and it's amazing it's still going to be noticeable so paint the whole wall yeah you don't make you may you not have necessarily have to paint the whole paint room, the whole room yeah. but just paint the one wall so that it's all you know the same color so yeah um the other thing that i i noticed a lot too is that We'll have a lot of sellers that'll say, you know, well, I think I need to spend the money to get this done. And I think I need to spend the money, you know, here. And there are things that I walk in and I'm like, absolutely. We need to, you know, spend the money possibly to put the doors back on the closet that your kid ran their head through <laughs> or, you know, put the, if somebody's ripped a piece of wood off of a, you know, some siding or something. Yeah. But a lot of times the things that you're thinking about doing, people have this misconception that it's going to bring more value yeah. and, if you have the same square footage, now I'm not saying that you can't update and make things, you know, trendy, and and I'm not saying that it doesn't have some value. It just doesn't have near as much value as you think it does. For instance, like, you know, Ansley, you've heard this before, right, about a pool. Okay, I'm just mm-hmm. giving a basic example. like. You can spend fifty thousand dollars on a pool, but when the appraiser comes out, more than likely he's probably going to give you fifteen thousand dollars on the pool. Mm-hmm. Now those, if cause, it, I mean,
1: sometimes if, if that,
0: sometimes nothing. I'm just saying that cosmetic changes are helping you to sell the home quicker. If they're more trendy, but not necessarily for more value. Mm -hmm. So before you go spend $5,000 on quartz countertops or whatever it is that you think is going to enhance the appearance of your house, just realize that, yes, sometimes it does help, but for the majority of the time, you're just selling your house much quicker because it's more trendy at this point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And not to
1: backtrack on paint, but, like, (laughs) I've always... (laughs) Buyers, ninety percent of the time, they see a project like having to repaint a whole house, even though it is a much less expensive project. They see something like that as like more of a headache than eventually changing out some countertops, which is actually more expensive. Um, so, if you do decide, you know what, I want to put a couple thousand dollars or whatever into my house. Um, if your house is not neutrally painted. I would say that's probably one of the biggest things. It sounds so silly, especially like me, like I hate I hate painting. Don't get me wrong, but I've painted every single room in almost every house I've ever owned. Um but it is definitely something to consider. Uh so yeah, I would say paint. Like if you're gonna spend money on anything
0: paint. It's the least one of the least expensive things that you can make a huge drastic change. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, in a fresh painted house, it's like you know, fresh carpet or, or yeah. carpet that was just professionally clean. Oh, carpet's cleaned. cheap too. By exactly. the way, exactly. <laughs> That's what be my other thing is like paint and carpet. I mean, those are like the most. Uh, I mean, to me, I mean, I'm not saying they're cheap, but it's the most inexpensive changes that you could make if you were trying to cosmetically update mm-hmm. your house to make it more appealing.
1: Yeah. Um. Brittany talked a little bit about the roof earlier. Um. In our market, at least, we have we've had quite a few storms, and so most people that have had weather damage in the past two years have had their roofs replaced. Um, But I would say, honestly, if you – if your roof – if you know your roof is at least five years old, it costs you nothing to make a call to Allstate, get your insurance adjuster out there, and see if your adjuster thinks that you could qualify to get a new roof. Because, like – inspectors love to ping a roof, y'all. Home inspectors love to ping a roof. And literally, if you have something in the MLS that says, we've been approved for a new roof, we just don't want to do it until we have a buyer, like, that's so appealing. and um, Or maybe you say, we've filed a claim on the roof and the insurance adjuster said it looked great and we had a roofer walk it and it looks great. Like, that's also um, very appealing as well. So I would just say, cross your T's and dot your I's. If your, if your house is in a flood zone, um, pay, if you do not have an elevation certificate on file, just get it done because you're not going to be able to sell that house without one. And you're not going to have a buyer that's willing to pay for that elevation certificate. And an elevation certificate is about $350. Um, I'm actually supposed to call a surveyor today and get a quote, and but I'm pretty sure it's three hundred and fifty dollars to get an elevation certificate, and that's the only way that a buyer is going to be able to figure out what flood insurance is going to cost. So, if your house is in a flood zone, get an elevation certificate. Um, there's a, locally there's a great company called Leroy, spelled L-E-R-O-Y, just like you would think Leroy Surveyors, and they're they're just a quick quick phone call away um and it'll save you a lot of uh, a lot of time later because you know people like to see what their flood insurance is going to cost sometimes before they even look at a house
0: absolutely i mean i will i would yeah
1: (laughs) if you don't have one of those on file then there's no way for them to see that
0: yeah and these are minimal expense things that are not i mean not you know a survey can be expensive sometimes but i'm just saying like in general to get a flood certificate it's $350, Three hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. I think. So, just items like that, that can save you a lot of time and headache and money down mm-hmm. the road when you are ready to sell. Yeah.
1: Um, if you have animals, ugh, this is so hard. Like we literally just, we just sold our house last year, and we were going to try and sell it while we were living there, and then we very quickly just were like, this is really hard. I don't know how I'll sell. I don't know how people do this. When they're living in a house and so they have stressful. animals and
0: kids, I don't I, understand. I, I literally, it um, blows my mind. Like, I, I want, when I talk to sellers that have animals and kids or kids and animals, I want to say, look, I couldn't do this myself. So I know that I'm telling you to do this. So yeah. don't be, done, but, but we got to do it to get yeah. it sold. You yeah. Know?
1: It's crazy. It's like, <laughs> and especially because like people who don't have animals, they're not used to the way a house smells. Mm-hmm. just when there's an animal around like mm-hmm. i don't think my house smells like animal but i'm sure some people walk in my house and they know immediately when they walk in my door that i have animals
0: well it's like people who smoke i mean they can't yeah. smell that they smell like smoke right but right. everybody else can well that's the same with like people when you get used to a smell in your house like i walked in a house earlier today that has cats and she was like i can't smell it at all and i it smelled a lot like mm-hmm. cat pee. Mm-hmm. and it's not i mean and i'm not there to hurt your feelings i'm just there to tell you hey if there's a strong remember that house that we tried to sell in um yes cyprus that uh-huh. had a really strong smell uh-huh. um dog smell uh-huh. um that house had 43 showings and every single showing said that unfortunately it smelled like dog in uh-huh. the house so we had to rip out all the floors treat the foundation Put new floors in. It sold the, it sold two days after I put it back on the market. So smell can yeah. be a strong, a strong thing. So if you, but if you do the basic things, mm-hmm. you know, like we all love our animals. I know how much Ansley loves her animals. Um, I would highly recommend not letting them tear up your most expensive asset. That's all.
1: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And it's really hard sometimes because we can't help it all, all, all that much. But, um, another thing to consider with animals is like, Especially when it comes to what to do with your animals when you're showing a house. Um, That's really hard. Like, if at all possible, I would remove your animals completely from the property because some people are... Y'all, I walked up to a house one time, and there was a cat statue, like, on the porch. And my seller, this grown man... My seller. My buyer, this grown man, was like, You you think there's any cats in there? And I was like... I don't know. You know, he's like, there's a cat statue. I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) he's like, I don't like cats. I just I don't want to go in there if there's any cats. Can you find out if there's any cats? In literally there? had an and I open was like, house. Okay, so I text the same. agent. I'm like, Hey, are there any cats here? And she's like, Yeah, there's like three or four, but they're all gonna hide. And I tell the guy, He's like, I'm out. So like some people just literally are afraid. Also, some people have re- really
0: severe allergies. We had an open house on Sunday, and it was the exact same scenario. The woman walked in, saw a cat like litter box like on the side, <laughs> and she was like, Are there cats in here? And I said, Yes. And she said, I'm out. And I said, I can go get them and maybe. And she's like, No, I'm so severely allergic that I can't go in this house and so just walked out you know so i i would highly recommend it's not i mean i've had several people who will will not go if they hear a dog barking they don't care if it's in the backyard i mean there's Mm -hmm. been several times where i've had to say I'm so sorry, but we can't see this house because even though we know the dog is in the backyard and contained, they're still scared. Mm-hmm. Some people just have, you know, a fear. So if you can remove them, it makes it so much more simple to actually get a feel for the house, get a feel for the yard, get a feel for the space without feeling like. They aren't having their, you know, most calm experience because they're stressed about an animal. And that happens a lot. I mean, I've shown houses before where dogs have barked so much and that they can't even concentrate or hear themselves think. And I think it is helpful to to get them out if you can. I mean, if you can't, you can't, you know. And if that's the case, then, you know, we'll work around that as realtors. We'll work with you. But I do think it does make a big difference if you can get them out, especially for showings and open houses if possible. (laughs) Oh. Go ahead. Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. What do you uh,
2: got? <laughs> uh, it's also, and you can back me up on this, possible because most people realize that like cats in a past life were witches, right? <laughs> so then that, you know. Yeah. That That's true. They like might <laughs>
0: Well, they could be putting bad juju on the house, you know, because of their yeah. past life. Like, so that right. could be a thing. Yeah.
1: Brittany, the other day, me and Chris were trying to go to church at home. So like, we didn't feel like our, I say we, I did not feel Stays like,
2: point.
1: yeah, I didn't <laughs> feel like going, going, I can't talk. I know, I'm
2: having a hard time talking I didn't talking feel
1: to you. like getting dressed and getting up. I just was feeling, having a weird Sunday morning. And so Chris and I were like, "Let look, there there's no reason why we can't tune in virtually let's just go to let's just do virtual in our living room and i was like Ugh perfect like yes that's fine that's fine Jesus is not going to be mad at us because we didn't physically go.
0: Girl we've been so, since Corona we've been doing a lot of virtual church yeah. Jesus has been up in my living room multiple times. I mean like, you don't even have to go to church you, you don't I mean I, rec- I recommend I recommend it but just because it's cool to be in a group of like-minded people mm-hmm. worshiping the same God you are so yeah. I don't I think it's cool but you don't have to by yeah, any means. For sure. Where two or more are gathered in his name. I uh, no that's
1: true that's true. So anyway the two of us were in our living room and um watching the virtual service and I swear just like little things kept happening that were distracting. But the biggest thing that happened is Nora just walked over to like one of the rugs. Nora's Chris's cat for those of you who have never listened to an episode before. And she is a rare breed, let me tell you. And she walks over to this carpet and just – acts like she's about to pee on it. And Chris is like, Nora, what? And we're like, we can't pause anything anyway. So then we went to this whole discussion about how, like, what if Nora is actually some sort of, like, demonic uh, entity or is controlled by one? It's <gasps> possible, Nora. people. Is it really? I think so. I think anything's possible.
0: You do think anything's possible. I You're mean, like, I'm a, a big foot, believe in
1: free Brittany. <laughs>
0: Preaching. Wait, you believe in Bigfoot? Heck yeah, I believe in Bigfoot. <sighs> Do you really? I've always really secretly deep down wanted to believe in Bigfoot, but I was too scared to tell anybody because if they <laughs> thought that I really believed in Bigfoot, they would think I was batshit crazy. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I'm so glad you believe it. I don't know if that tells me much though, Ansley, because you believe in everything.
2: Yeah, I'm uh-huh. in this conversation now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now that it is taking a turn, <laughs> I explain that I'm also driving in. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, I
1: believe that Bigfoot. This is my personal. Theory. Wait, 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 Chris. Are we allowed to talk about
0: this, or you're saying no, we have no to go thing. back? I'm here for this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. we've
1: already been. We'll we'll circle back. Yeah. Always we do. always do.
0: Um, I was, right.
1: But I believe that I I, <laughs> I believe that Bigfoot. I believe in everything. I believe in all of them. I believe in Bigfoot. I believe in the Loch Ness. I believe in all of them. But what about unicorns? I believe in fairies, elves, unicorns, griffins. I believe in it all, Brittany. All of it. I just don't believe that necessarily all of it exists in this realm. And so I believe. I mean, people are going to listen to this and be like, this girl, well, guess what? I don't care what you think, <laughs> homies. Hey,
0: but guess what? I do, because we need to sell houses. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so look, look, if y'all think Ansley's shit crazy, just call her partner, Brittany. She's stable, okay?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look. I was say, the show notes just got really interesting, because I had, okay, prepping, uh, home for listening, uh, topic B, Bigfoot, block, nice and <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: I, I am like really excited that you believe in Bigfoot though, because um, I really think that Bigfoot existed too no, I or just does believe exist or that something.
1: This has no take on my real estate approach, you guys. I swear I'm really talented at <laughs> I'm this. Just kidding. But I just believe that they exist in different realms and that like we the times that people have seen Bigfoot or claim to see the lock nets are when these when these beings have um somehow poked away into our world and then gone away. So I don't believe
0: yeah, that all. they. I don't believe that's yeah, it. That's it. I was like, because that sounds simple. simple. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I was like, it? just poke your head in for a second and poke yourself right back out. I'm like, hey, <laughs> what's going? What's your, what's your, <laughs> what's what? going on in your world right now? Oh, okay, just one. Okay, I'm gonna poke back out now. Bye. So if you were
2: confused <laughs> as to what we we're talking about. Now it's
0: clearer. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is like a whole nother, This this podcast just got like really interesting. <laughs> like, uh, this is my I mean, real. Is super interesting too. Don't get me the wrong. The supernatural
1: but. is like one of my favorite things to talk about. So I love whenever we can poke it in and poke
0: it out. No <laughs> like, pun intended. Uh, can we call this episode poking? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Because no. then like all the men no, are going to go no. to like a dirty place. Yeah, and I'm not talking about that kind of poking.
1: Uh, I think it'll probably just be preparing your house to list and also uh, prepare, <laughs> preparing for exposing Bigfoot. Um. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but
0: I, uh I anyway. don't even know how to come back from that. I know we always do, but I'm like I would definitely want to have an episode about this because I can't I wait. Find this. Maybe extraordinary. we can Wait, talk, talk, We're
1: having a guest next week, our very first guest. Yes. And maybe we can well, that's not true. We had our husbands, but did they count? I don't think so, because we are one.
0: That's true. We are one. So yeah. I would say our
1: first third party guest. Brandy doesn't count either. Sorry, Brandy, because you are also part Part of of the one. Part of the one. Yeah. Um. But our first third party guest (laughs) is going to be on our next episode. So maybe we don't even talk about real estate. Maybe we just talk about Bigfoot for a straight hour. I would be so stoked on that. Oh, he would love that. (laughs) I mean, he
0: would absolutely love that. Yes. you don't have to convince me. No, remember? Yeah. He's my friend that was like, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. And I was like, well, what about DC Comics? And he's like, i got to meet this guy. I was like, well, I record in the cave <laughs> with all the DC Comics stuff. And he's like, I'm going to put you down. I'm going to yeah, tell you I'm about Marvel. I said
2: was I need to beat this guy.
0: Yes, I got you. Yeah. So I need you, hey, just real quick as a side note, I need you to read all the comics and be prepared, okay? Cause you cannot let me down. Alright? I, I need you, he thinks that he can like do a whole Marvel like schooling and I'm like, um, Yeah, he can cause Marvel. Chris well, doesn't no, care no, about I know, Marvel. I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying we're gonna prove why DC com- why DC is better. See? Uh-oh. Yeah.
2: We just have to have our arguments ready. <sighs>
0: Whatever. Know, wait,
2: we'll see. It's going to be fun. Okay, Whatever. as
0: long as we circle back to Bigfoot, I really don't care. Like yeah. that's on it. And gnomes and unicorns and yeah. the Loch Ness. And the next so, episode will
2: be called Comics, Mister. And then- yes,
0: if you want to. Uh,
1: is as part of your preparation for listing with us if you would like to put some shields of protection around your home to make sure that um bigfoot doesn't enter your space or the cat witches or the cat witches you just let me know y'all nothing's off limits i can if i don't know how in your house
0: and lay her hands on your house i'm not <laughs> kidding and she will literally pray the blood of jesus on your walls I've prayed, i'm not I've kidding i prayed
1: um some serious rodents I don't know what they were, but I prayed that straight up prayed them out of my wall one time. It was an incredible feeling and
0: I... I will try it for you. It may not work for you, but, but that's okay if it doesn't. But listen, we can definitely bear, what is the, uh, burying the saint, um, that everybody buries, you know, to sell their house? Yeah. I don't um, believe in that. Oh. So. Well, I mean, I don't, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't okay believe you do. in that,
0: but you believe okay in the gnomes do. that can poke their head into okay the, okay the world and do. say hi. I just want to disclaimer. I mean, it's
1: okay if you believe that a you believe believes is in poking, but
0: does not believe in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe in, okay. She believes in anything, didn't she, she believes in the Loch Ness Monster, but doesn't believe in burying
1: a saint in your front yard to well, sell your house. I don't pray to the Loch Ness Monster, though. You well, see what I mean? I don't
0: pray to the saint either. Well, then what are you doing when you bury him in your yard? But they think, <laughs> but look, somebody else might be thinking that it's a, that they pray to it. A lot of people do pray to it. I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't, but I'm not going to stop the seller who thinks it's working. Yeah, it's okay if they think it is. I mean, you just literally said five minutes ago, <laughs> I believe in anything. I, I know. believe in being such a hypocrite. Everyone's like, this woman is like
1: telling me not to bury But she's saint like, I don't Christmas. pray to hey, Who is it. Bro, it's St. Francis or St. Anthony. It's one of them. St. Anthony, Anthony is the
2: saint of lost things. So That's true. St. Anthony. So is it
1: St. Francis you know, in your front yard?
2: I don't know. No, but I the think it is. That, you have to think about this to be fair. The people that would be sitting there being like, how dare you say that I shouldn't pray to this thing. You know, I pray to this thing, but you know they can't then turn around and say you're crazy for believing.
1: It. That's very true because if you're praying to a thing, a, then you are you we're anyway, one and the same yeah.
2: with Kookie. So I think you're on level playing field.
1: Mm, I like that. Hey, if you guys have any questions about realms or dimensions, you can just <laughs> oh send God. us an email, at gmail <laughs> <cellysisterpodcast laughs> at com. Oh I will God. talk to you about this all day long. If you have any insights on these <laughs> things. um, Oh my gosh. Let us know. I think that Brittany and I from now on are going to have a segment on each episode where we talk about something completely off the wall and supernatural. I just feel feel like in my spirit that that's... That's yeah. Coming. Well,
0: I mean, it kind of always comes back to something. I mean, <laughs> I remember having like a really long episode and we were talking about Falcor from the never ending story. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the, the never NeverEnding... ending story is not far off, Brittany, for uh, the truth. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Believing since 1987 right here. <laughs> like, I'm just, or whatever that's a perfect of. <laughs>
1: example of like realms and alternate dimensions. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm definitely interested in hearing more about this. I think that this will be a fun topic for DJ to like yeah, get in sure. on because he's, you know, Know, well marvel and dc it.
1: both know about all of this stuff well, well obviously they, i mean they they've made so billions
0: much. by Somebody, you know
1: where do these ideas come from exactly Nobody makes them up.
0: but i would really like to have an episode then on your take on aliens Hmm. That's really
1: hard because Fight I. It might tongue. need to be like. <laughs> it might. It might need to be way later when people uh, when really people understand. know us better and know yeah, who we are. That's okay, that's
0: gonna take a turn. Okay, all right. Well, we'll save that. We'll save that for another episode. But, but I do find. Yeah, that, I mean, I think we gave some really awesome tips for buyers and sellers. I think so in this too. Episode. There was something
1: that that I was gonna say about animals, and I can't remember. Um
0: what I mean, it was. Well, if your animal is possessed, Ansley has a great pet psychiatrist that I think we've talked about <laughs> before. So if somebody, a you psychiatrist, know, psychiatrist, if she listens to this, she's going to love that. Okay. So if you are just like concerned that your cat's going to rip somebody's eyes out with their claws when they walk in, I bet she could like do a seance and like calm them down or something. Just so, a
1: little tip for those of you who did listen to my pet communicator
0: <laughs> episode. <laughs> That may um, not, that may or may not have been exactly And if you went.
1: didn't, you should. But, um, you look, if you've got a crazy cat, if you've got a crazy dog that you don't know, like, what the heck is, g- is wrong with them and they just randomly pee on stuff right in front of your face, knowing that they've been litter box trained for 12 years now, um, you can talk to them. You just See? need to talk to him in a different way. Told you, Ansley Rimmer, call her. She's yeah. got the connection. You, uh, you just need to, uh, talk to them with your spirit and your soul rather than your mouth
0: maybe we should start a side business yeah <laughs> just kidding
1: okay so but if you don't believe in spirits and souls and i got nothing for you you just got a shitty pet hey listen <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> That's true. oh my goodness wow <laughs> There's I mean, a,
1: isn't life so much more interesting when you believe in stuff like that? Oh, like, my gosh. Yes. I've lived part of my life not believing in like, it. I like, walking every day through everyday life being like, well, this is it.
0: Yeah. That's the end. <laughs> so, so we just go back to what we, you know, were before we were born. We're just nothing. Nothing. You know? Like, no. I mean, God, I'd be, I'm going to be so devastated if that did happen. I'd be like, no. Oh, well, we wouldn't know. Is, yeah, that's true. You Good point. Yeah. I'm just going to live my life like it's not going to happen. Yeah. There you go. Isn't
1: that a great, isn't that a fun
0: thought? I really believe that's not going to happen. So yeah, I have peace in that. But all right. So if you're getting ready to, or even thinking about selling your house, not that we want to dwell on this because we're going to talk about this in another episode, but we in our area are in a seller's market and probably in a lot of areas across the nation are in transitioning to a seller's market, which means we don't have enough inventory. So if you are even thinking, remotely thinking about selling your house, please contact us at Brittany Shepherd Realtor. You can go to com, And we would love to give you some tips on how to get your house ready. Or actually, we'd love to list your house for you as long as you don't have a demonic, possessed cat witch. Okay, so okay, if you we have a solution for
2: that too. So yeah, no, that's
0: oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's, when
1: I, that's where I come that's in. That's where
0: Ansley comes in. That's, all, <laughs> that's all the only reason Ansley's in real estate is to help all of your pets get spiritually right so you can sell your house. <laughs>
1: Oh, I've been waiting. I just feel like Brittany just spoke my calling to me. I figured I got
0: to. We've always been like this. I figured you know. It
1: out. Brittany's gonna come in and be all the serious one, and I'm gonna be like, now where's the puppy? Yeah.
0: Where's we're going gonna to start going on all of our listing points, I mean, uh, presentations together, and he's just going to walk in and be like, y'all, I feel the energy from the staff. I feel the energy from the dog right now. He mad because y'all changed his dog food. Y'all took him from Chewy, and he pissed, okay? Like, we're going to have to have a say. We're going to have to get this demon out of
2: this dog. I just picture there standing there quietly and then randomly going, did you recently switch to
0: Purina? Uh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. We can tell. Yeah, he's very upset about that. Like he, he's How <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh. That's really
1: funny. Anyway, we love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to yet another ridiculous episode <laughs> of Sell it, Sister with Brittany Shepard and Ansley Rummer. We'll catch you next time.
2: Bye.